You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Well, first off, church, aren't you excited to be in church today? I have some good news. Our pastor wasn't with us last week, but he's right here with us. The last time, the last time he was with us, he started a fantastic series called He That Hath. And we've been talking about the positive traits of He That Hath. I can't wait for what God has in store for us. May you be he that hath in the name of Jesus. So if you're excited and ready for the word of God, help me welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Aye. Then sings my soul. Excited to be in church? Okay, in Mark chapter 4 and verse 25, and we are talking about he that hath. And the scripture says that for he that hath 
to him shall be given and he that hath not from him shall be taken even that which he hath okay so two groups of people in this world two groups of people in this life two groups of people two groups of people in the church two groups of people in school two groups of people in every sphere of life he that hath and number two he that hath not and he that hath to him shall be given that means that he that hath keeps getting more and he that hath not from him shall be taken even that which he hath it means that he that hath not would even lose that which he has so he goes into the negative so those who have jobs keep getting jobs those who those who are looking for people to employ keep looking for those who are employed already they don't look for unemployed they look for people who are employed that's why you must always fight to enter into that world if you want to be employed then be employed then you'll get better and better and better because nobody who is looking for someone to employ looks for someone who is free and unemployed because the secret is that there's always a reason why the person is unemployed do you understand what i'm saying and then you see that then the unemployed even the little money he has left will finish so that is even what he has shall be taken from him so the little that money that he has left because he's not working he will lose that one because he will spend it he has to buy food he has to buy mcdonald's he has to buy some shoes he has to buy some socks he has to buy some somewhat wigs so even what he has will be taken because he will be spending and nothing is coming in so it runs out because he, he he doesn't have he doesn't have what it takes to have so I, I i said to you that one of the things that have blessed me in that book of he that have is why there's a difference and there's a statement there that says that he that hath does some things and continues doing them that is why he has and then he that hath not also has some things that he does like he doesn't work and continues doing that thing that continue remaining in a state of unemployment with 75 reasons why he doesn't work and it's not working and it's not planning to work and he's not believing God to work and he's not looking for a job so he also continues doing what he has been doing so he maintains a constant state and a permanent state of not having so this is, is the same principle that applies to the two both of them have a particular thing they do and they continue doing it and they continue doing it hence the results are the same if you have and you continue doing what you did to have you keep having if you don't have and you continue doing what you have been doing why you don't have you you will remain in a constant forever eternal state of not having i think you understand the simple english yes, so that is this is a particular thing that has really 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 blessed me to see that a 
everybody who has something does something to have what he has. And, and that's the person's lifestyle. The person continues doing it. The person, continue, the person keeps at it. The person keeps at it. The person keeps at it. I think we talked about diligence. We talk about diligence because now we started discussing the positive personal traits of he that hath. Personal trait. It's not a generalized trait. It's not something that when you come into the world, everybody has it. It's a personal thing. It's a personal thing that the person does. That's how the person's life is. That's how the person keeps going. That's what the person does. So you see, you see somebody, you see someone who says that God has called him. He wants to go into the ministry. It's God he wants to serve. Before he enters the ministry, look at his life as a lay person. Yes, a lay means that he's not yet um, into the ministry fully. So it's like he has a job on the side. So watch how well the person works. Watch the person's personal traits as a lay person. Because if such a person enters into the ministry, what you see outside of the ministry in his secular job and secular life is exactly what you see in the ministry. If a, if a person can have a job, can even have two jobs, then you should know, you should know that that person is capable of multitasking. So when he comes to the ministry, you will see him. You will see him that you don't even need to, he, he will need little supervision. He will have meetings, you have a church, you have a ministry, you have different meetings. You see that there are people, there are people that I know who have, who have, um, let's say, um, okay, it's not a good example. It's not a good example. It's a good example, but not a good example. Okay. So, so you, you, you discover the person, that same person who can't do certain things in the secular life. Is the same person who won't do it in the ministry. He won't do it. Because it's both worlds are work. There's work everywhere. There's work in the ministry and there's work outside of the ministry. It's work. Ministry is work. If you ever start serving God seriously, you will discover that it is work. You discover that it takes your time. It takes your time. It takes time. I mean time. Just, just as going to work takes nine to five in the office. Two hours driving to going to where you are, you are going to work and two hours coming back or even an hour going and an hour coming. So that's two hours on the road plus the nine to five. It's work. It takes, it takes your time. It will take your time. Number two, it will take your energy. You'll be tired. You'll be tired. The sign that you have worked is tiredness. If you haven't worked, you're not tired. You're always fresh. Yes. If dancing stars feel tired when they are going home, that means that they have worked when they came to church. They have really worked. They have jumped. They have spun around. They've knelt down. They've got up. I mean, it's like when you see sweat on their face, it means they have worked. And it's work. I mean, that's what this church is work. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, you're not tired, you haven't, you haven't worked. Tired, if you want to know that you are working, check out, look out for tiredness. Look out for tiredness. And don't be, don't be sad when you, you are tired. Yes. 
Because God, God said to Adam, the out of the sweat of the face shall you eat. Yes. You don't sweat, you should not don't expect food. Mm-hmm. Don't expect bread when you are not tired. Don't, 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 look out, don't look out for a life that is sweat free. Because there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. There is, there is nothing like that. Life is work. By the grace. Yes, we work by grace. <laughs> yes. So, so I'm saying to you that the person, you know, if ever, if ever God blesses you and you become an employer, you become successful, you are going to employ people, you want to employ people, I'll tell you something. Never employ someone who is not working. That person is trouble. Yes. Never employ someone who is not working. Never. Even, even, even if the person is your, um, your twin brother. Yes. Never employ. First, first, even help the person to get another job. Tell the person, go to work, go to work, go to work. Help the person nicely to get another job. But don't employ someone who is not working. Because you, you will discover, you will discover in your own, in your organization or your sister or whatever you are doing, you will discover why the person was not working. You will discover it. Maybe the person may not even be aware that they are showing all this, but you will discover, oh, this is why you were not working. This is why you didn't have a job. Or this is why you, have, you had that type of job. That's even another topic. Even, 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 even when you employ, even you have to check what type of job has the person got now. Where does the person work now? Because that also will tell you what you are about to get. Something you get. Yes. It will explain to you what you are getting. So, he that hath it's a very it's a, it's a it's a real book with depth, depth and revelation. That should help you. And I'm sharing these things with you to help you to do well in life. You know, because I want you to do well in life. I want you to prosper in life and to do well. To do well. To be, to be part of the grand feeling to be amongst uh, he that hath not. How many of you like to be amongst he that hath? He that hath. That you have. So you have to do something. You, you have to study. So that's why we are studying he that hath. What does he do? What has he been doing that has put him in that league and that class of people who have? So that you learn from him and then you do. And you continue doing. Hmm? You see, there are different types. There are different types of human beings. Different types of people. There are people who give offerings. And they continue giving offerings. And you are surprised why they are able to give offerings all day. Because they have. You can never give when you you can never give what you don't have. You can never do it. How can you how can you give me two heads when you have one head? You can never do what you don't have. If I come to if I come to you with a silver a silver plate and say, Can you give me an extra head? You tell me that um, are you asking me to kill myself? If you have four heads, then you can offer one head. You can never give what you don't have. You can never give what you don't have. You can never give what you don't have. Just as you can never share what you don't know. Yes. So those who keep giving 
and you see them that they keep giving, they have to give because they have been doing something, they continue doing it. So if you want to join that club, you also have to start giving. Then you, you'll be surprised that you always have to give. You'll be surprised that suddenly you have. So, but it's, a, it's, a, it's a personal thing. It's not a group thing. It's not a group thing. It's a personal thing that you develop. So that we are looking at the personal traits. Positive traits and attitudes of he that hath. It's a personal thing. And the last time we looked at diligence. Diligence. D- diligence is like hard work. Hard works. It's someone who is industrious. Someone who really works. And keeps working. If you want your percentage to work, you must work. You want your choir to grow, you must work. It's hard work. It's it's really, I'm telling you, it's really work. Anybody tells that it's not work, the person, I don't know, I don't know where the person is from. Yes, diligence. So, anyway, we talk about diligence today. It's uh, because of time. I can't do much of a recap. So, we can roll the announcements. We have to move on. Let's move on to the next positive trait. And um, all, all our traits, we are taking all our traits from 2 Peter chapter 1. Okay? So the next positive trait is, um, is faith. Yeah. He that hath has faith. Faith, faith is, is defined, the definition of faith is defined as a firm belief in something for which there is no proof. It is also a belief in God. So it's a firm belief in something for which there is no proof. Um, the biblical definition of faith to help us understand is in Hebrews 11 verse 1, which says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and then the evidence of things not seen. So that's the no proof. It's like you can't really see, but the person believes in something. And because the person believes it, so he aligns himself and his life and his energy, his focus, his concentration, everything towards that thing that you can see. But he believes that I can get it. He believes I can come back with it. That when I make, the, I make this move, this is what I'll get. So it's a substance of things hoped for. So perhaps you'll see that he that hath is a man who is very hopeful. He has hope. Never gives up. Never resigns. Never gets fed up. Never gets tired. He is a very persistent person. He is not discouraged. Even when discouragement comes, he says, look, look, come on, come on, clean yourself and get up. Clean yourself and get up. Because there is no guarantee in life that there won't be disappointments. There will be disappointments. But he that hath does not settle at disappointment junction. He doesn't settle there. He meets disappointment junction. He says, look, I've got to move on. I have to move to the next junction. Because he has hope. He has hope. So he keeps at it. He keeps at it. He keeps at it. He keeps at it. Have you seen a man who keeps at something and you are wondering, why don't you stop? Why don't you relax? Take it easy. You know, maybe it's not for you. No, it is for you. It is for you. It is for you. Persistence. Prophet preached a message once. Persistence brings the increase. 
It was a camp. You can find it. It was preached in 1994. Mm. Yes. Persistence brings the increase. Yes. So, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Okay, so let's understand faith now that he that hath has. Okay. Six things you should know about faith. Number one. So, six things. So, when we get to number six, it means the service is ending. So, number one, faith is the personal trait that will cause you to overcome big problems and obstacles. May you receive the spirit of faith. 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 faith. Yes. So, you see that the person in in the face of a mountain, a big problem, believes that we shall overcome this mountain or he believes that I can overcome this mountain I can overcome it I can go over it I can go over it this mountain is not the end of the road for my life that is a person of faith it's not cholerism it's not melancholism it's not phlegmatism it's not sanguinity it's it's not a temperament thing it's a personal trait that somebody has that's why it's being taught so that you can develop that thing. Instead of being the, the type that gets depressed easily, gives up easily, gets grumpy and moody easily, be the type that sees because there are mountains in life. There are mountains. There are a lot of Christian songs that say it's mountains. Yeah. A lot of Christian songs say mountains. This mountain, this, this mountain, that, this mountain. Yes. What song do you know? A mountain. Ah, there will be battles. You have to fight. And then there will be mountains I have to climb. It's a song. It's a song. Plenty songs. Even the blood of Jesus. Is what? Is there a mountain on the blood of Jesus? It reaches to the high. Aha. And it flows. Oh, the blood. Train from day to day. It will never lose its power. So now, even the blood reaches the mountains. <laughs> so, so, life is not without mountains. Life has mountains. Life has mountains. <laughs> you see, when the scripture says that count it all joy, count it all joy, when you have different temptations, in t- the word which temptations are the word tests. Tests. I don't know whether you've read the book, Not a Novice. There should be something about tests in it. Yes. Tests is in there. Read it. Test. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Why? Why? What's the next verse? Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. So, so you see, some of the some of the mountains you meet, by the time you are done with the mountain, you be, you have become a patient person. Before you are not patient, you are impatient. 
And it's your impatience, it's your impatience that causes pride. When you feel you feel you deserve something and you don't have it, it's like, why don't I have this thing? And then it's your impatience that causes de- depression and discouragement. Because you feel you are better than someone who should go through some things, who should have some said, but it's like you are better than it. So it's a combination of pride and other things that makes you impatient. It's like, I must have this and I must have it now. Why don't I have it now? Why am I not married now? I'm beautiful enough to be married now. Yes. I'm better than all these people who call themselves whatnots. Yes. And then you 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 usher yourself into discouragement. Because it's like it's like something must be working against you. That's why you don't have what you think you deserve to have, and you deserve to have it now. It must have happened now. I'm 24, going on to 25. I must have it. I mean, I mean, God, why are you, why have you not given it to me? And you've given to 21 year olds going on to 22 and I'm 24 going on to 25. Hmm. Yes. My brethren count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. That is different types of tests. There are different types of tests. What, what do we need this thing for? Fall into different types of tests. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Worketh patience. When you see the mountain, know that patience is coming. Yes, yes. Who start crying at the whole world that I planned like this, I planned this, I, I planned that this should have been like this, I should have finished this, I should have had this, I should be here, I should have, the trying of your faith worketh patience. And you will need patience for the rest of your life. You will not, you will not need that exam for the rest of your life. You will not need that test for the rest of your life. Any exam you pass, that's the last time you see it. Yes. The last time you passed your driving test was the last time you did the driving test. Nobody comes to you again and says, look, do another driving test. No, 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 no. So the type of exam itself or the type of test itself is just for a moment. But the fruits of your struggles is for life. It's for life. It's for life. Yes. It's for life. So when you haven't had some tests before or some trials, but you are actually you are actually an inexperienced, inexperienced, immature person. Perhaps, perhaps you are even you are even a dangerous person to lead people, or to or to be responsible for something because you can't be trusted. You need to have been through. What have you been through? What have you survived? Yes. What have you been through? What have you been through? What have you survived? Yes. What have you been through? 
when you see permanent, your credentials must be what you have been through and what you have survived. Because I mean, when they go through something, they don't come out alive. <laughs> yes. So what have you been through and then what did you survive? Yes. Mark chapter 11. You will overcome big problems. You overcome them. You will overcome them. You overcome them. Yes. You overcome them. One day you'll be a shepherd and you see someone going through a, a, a problem that you've seen before. Without announcing to the person that oh, I've been through this thing, you tell yourself that, you tell the person that you will make it. The person will look at you as though you are out of your bunkers. The person will tell you, the person will ask you that, do you understand what I just said? Do you, do, you, do you understand the experience I'm going through? And you tell the person that with God, all things are possible. Yes. Because you, you can't tell the person that what they are doing, you, you did it. You've done it before. Uh-huh. The only thing you have now is a message. A message of hope and a message of encouragement and a message of faith that it will be well. It will be well. But when you haven't been through it before, you see immediately, you would say, foolish girl, foolish boy. You're not serious at all. You are not serious at all. But you will discover that you were serious when you also went through it. You were a serious person. So it's not exactly non-serious people who go through such experiences. Yes. Yes. That is when somebody will tell you that your mistake has become your message. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, your mistake has become your message. Hmm. Mark 11, 23. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Because you say, you say, and you have, you will have what you say. You don't say what you have. You will have what you say. Yes, you will have what you, your confessions and your declarations. As you see, as you see, the scripture is telling us, that, look, a mountain can be removed. A mountain can be removed. Some things can be removed. There are some things when you wake up. One, two. When you wake up in the morning, you should be able to speak. You have to be able to speak to situations. Don't worry about who is around. Speak to situations. Speak to situations. Care situations. Speak situations away. And speak things, things that you desire into existence and into being. Yes. You have to learn to speak. Sometimes you have to wait for everybody, everybody to fall asleep. And speak. Start speaking things. Start speaking things. As you confess and make declaration that you are thanks to what You speak things. Speak things into existence. So he's saying that mountains can be removed. Mountains can be removed. May every mountain be removed in your life. May every mountain be removed in your life. 
May every existing mountain disappear from your life. Yes. The second thing you need to know about faith. So can you see that he that has, he's not somebody who has gone under the duvet and is crying. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, I become grumpy. And it's just there. Just there. It's like, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of this life. Yes. He's not, he's not, he's not, he that hath is not like that. In the life of he that hath are mountains. But the mountains can be moved. Yes. May the mountains be moved from your life. Yes. Don't sit under the mountain and be crying. Say, oh, I've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> Why me? Why only me? Why? Why only me? Why only you? Because you are being anointed for great things. You will achieve great things. You will accomplish great things. I feel a grace for great things coming upon you. Yes, you will accomplish great things. You shall see greatness in your life. Number two says that faith is the personal trait that causes an individual to have a good report. Yes. Hebrews 11 verse 2. Yes, a good report. A good report that you are experiencing abundance. You know? A good report is like, it's like a testimony about you. It's like, what will be reported about you? When people are talking about you, what would they say? Yeah. That you, would they say you are making it or would they say you are struggling? Okay. When you're on the mission field, you've, you, have, you have faith, you've gone on the mission field. Gone on the mission field or you're on the mission field. When we hear about you, when we hear or when we see your pictures, we'll see few people in your church or we'll see a lot of people in the church. What report, what report will come of you? What report will come up about you? What will be happening on your mission? Your mission that you've given yourself to. When we see your pictures, join flow prayer. Hey, we'll see a hall full of people. We'll see a hall full of souls. Yes. That's a good report. That's a good report. That he is doing well. That things are working. That things are working out and things are working out very well for him. He, is do- he seems to be doing well. That's a good report. That's a good. So you see, anytime somebody gives himself something or tries something, everybody is listening out for the report. When you marry, everybody is looking out. How's their marriage? Does he look happy? Does she look happy? I saw someone the other day and I said to the pastor that I said, this your, this your person doesn't look happy. Yes. I said, this your person doesn't look happy. I said, she just married, but she doesn't look happy. Why is she not happy? Yes. She doesn't look happy. So when I look in her eyes, she doesn't look happy. Why will see? You will be happy. You will be happy. Yes. Your report shall be a good report. Yes. We'll be there. You start sending us pictures. We'll be, we'll be asking, where are you? Just, oh, you just took, you just took a two-day break. 
two day break. You've just gone two day break just to relax on some on some beach somewhere, and you are sending us pictures. It shall be a good report. Yes, yes. it will be a good report. Yes, we'll be, we'll be surprised at where you are. We'll say, but we just saw you in church on Sunday, and this is Monday afternoon. You are sending us pictures from a beach. You say, oh. Sorry we didn't tell you. We just decided, we just decided Monday evening when we got home. A Sunday evening when we got home. We were just chatting. And we said, oh, tomorrow we can go somewhere. We can go somewhere. So yes, we can go. And we look at each other and say, we can go. Say, let's go. And we went. And we went. Yes. I can see people nudging their husbands to tell them that let's do, let's do this thing that he's saying. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> well, I didn't ask the two of you to go on holiday. <laughs> okay. Husbands and wives, husbands and wives, not even beloved, husbands and wives, husband and wife. Yes, that we've seen you in church on Sunday, Monday afternoon. You are sending us pictures from somewhere with blue seas behind you, blue seas, blue seas, blue seas, yes, blue seas. And we ask is well, what will happen with your basenta meeting on Thursday? Say, oh, we are we are back. We are back Wednesday morning. We are back. It's not a problem. It's just a short trip. We just for happiness. We just wanted to be happy. We want to be happy. Yes. Why not? Be happy. Yes. Be happy. You've got to be happy. You've got to be happy. How many of you are going to be happy? Yes. You've got to be happy. You'll be very very happy. Yes. But you, see, you you must have to be able to spend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It's all linked to something. Yes, it's all linked. He that hath. He that hath is the one who enjoys such things. He that hath. Yes, he that hath. Yes. He that hath. It's not the person who works from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. with 30 minutes break. Number three. Faith is a personal trait. That makes a person victorious. Hey, I prophesy victory into your life. I prophesy academic victory. I prophesy spiritual victory. May you overcome every spiritual attack. May every spiritual weapon sent against your life be returned to the sender. May you have victory in every aspect of your life. Be victorious. Be victorious. Be victorious. In Jesus' name. So, sit down. Yes. You will have victory and you continue having victory. Yes. Faith is that personal trait that somebody has and he keeps recording victories in his life. Yes, so you say, well, how, come, how come he always seems to be progressing and doing well? It's faith. It's faith. Faith is that thing that makes the person keep at it. Because the person will have, victory means there's a battle. Mm-hmm. 
Just as courage means there's danger. Yes. Just someone is courageous, it means a person has faced danger before. Someone is victorious, it means a person has seen battles. Yes, battles. First John 5 and verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Even our faith. This is the victory. The victory that you have over every situation, over the world, every situation is your faith. So men of faith have victory. You will have victory. I see victory splattered over your life. You shall be victorious. You shall be victorious. Whatever current enemy that you see, that enemy has been overcome. I said that enemy has been overcome. You have victory. In Jesus' name. Number four. We are getting to number six soon. Yes. So be men of faith. I'm showing you how the... the, he that hath man, how he lives. He's a man of faith. He, be, he really believes. Even when you don't see, he has seen. And he believes. Okay, so number four. Faith is the personal trait that makes a person a visionary. Okay. A visionary, a visionary is someone who can see the future. He can see how it is going to work out. That's what the scripture says, that faith is the evidence of things not seen. So when, when you see, when you see a, a he that hath man, who has a personal trait of faith, when you see him moving, you'll be wondering, what's he doing? What's he, what's he doing? Why, why does he want us to do this? Why is he giving such an instruction? Why, why is he saying start a church? Why is he saying start a first, a first love church? I mean, first love, we're okay with mustard seed. We have mustard seed. We are there growing up, having children, having them. It's like we are multiplying. I mean, why is first? But the person can see something that you can. That's a visionary. That's a visionary. So suddenly you see there's first love church, and you see all these people who are nowhere before are in first love church. Over different nations, different nations, different countries. Yes. A mark, a sign of a visionary and a man of faith is that you see that others copy him very fast. Now you see, I see a lot of churches say they're starting um, churches in universities. Yes, I see them and I say, look, you people, you people just, just relax and come to catch the anointing. Come and learn more. met a brother the other day, he said to you that look, I've been coming to your services I said really, he said oh yes I came to your services to study how you have the church, how you run the church and what you do, oh yes oh yes he started a, 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 a university church for his um, church yes, he, but he said he used to come here, I said really and I don't know you he said no, 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 I don't let anybody know me yes. he said I came to study everything you do I said wow I said, no problem. No problem. When we get to heaven, I have shares in what you are doing. Mm. 
Yes. Yes. You think you think you are a spy, but you are you are just you are just the silent the silent shepherd I have sent to go and start a church. Yes. You are just you are just a little independent. You don't want me to monitor your works. Yes. But but God God is not unrighteous to forget. God will know God knows that I trained you. <laughs> I trained you, yes. God knows that I trained you. Even though you did it in secret, you did it as a spy. God knows that I trained you. Yes. When you get to heaven, you'll be surprised. Like an Uber driver, your percentage will be 10%. I'll get the 90. They'll be shocked when we get to it. They'll be shocked. They'll be shocked. They'll be shocked. They'll be shocked that 95% is going to profit. Yes. As as they be hiding and copying, they'll they'll be surprised. No problem. I mean, we don't need a reward. When we get there, you see that your part is 1%. Because you didn't even go back to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. You'd be one percent. Yes. And I'm sure I'll also get some percentage, isn't it? Yes, I'll, I'll get some. Yes. 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 Oh, he told me, the brother told me, he said, he said, Oh, look, I've not introduced myself to you before, but I've been to yourself many times. I came to learn. He said that he said at the point I even went to Aston. I've also been to Aston to go and learn there. So I said, I came to Aston, then I came to London. London, Aston, London, Aston. I have learned a lot from you. I said, no problem. I just think to myself, no problem. Heaven will be beautiful. Heaven will be beautiful. Hey, I'll think I have 24 crowns. The Lord said, no, 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 no. This boy, you trained him. There are more crowns here. I said, hey, I wish I, have, I, wish I had more heads. More heads. That's a, a visionary. He sees what others don't see. When he's moving, you can't, you can't see what he's doing. You can't see what. Even when he's appointing pastors, you can't see what he's doing. Yes. You'll be wondering why, why is all these small boys, these little boys, these little boys and girls, why is he appointing them as pastors? But little boys grow up. Little boys grow up. Yes. Little, little boys, they grow up. Who said they don't grow up? They grow up. Yes, they grow up. We all once upon a time, little boys and girls. Yes. yes. I was in my 20s when I was appointed a pastor. I was in my 20s. Yes. I was like 26 years old. When I was appointed a pastor. Yes. 26 years old. 27 when I was, I was sent to England for church work. Mm. 26 going up to 27. Yes. It's a young boy. Young boy, unmarried, single boy. Who was into prayer. I was praying for all of you to be to be born first and then to become born again. Yes. Yes. I was in my twenties. I was not I didn't have grey hair. No, that was not grey hair. Everything was black. Yes. Yes. I had energy. And you guys I still have energy. Yes. I have a lot of energy. I have a lot of energy. Yes. Yes. And I feel I even have I even have more energy than you. Yes. You have more energy than you. Yes. The things I do, the things I do, I mean. Yes. How many times have you preached this week? How many meetings have you had? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. You've just appeared on Sunday. You've appeared on Sunday, you are, you are giving me fans and clapping. Yes. Okay. 
So, <laughs> forgive. Hebrews 11 verse 27. It says that by faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for endured as seeing him who is invisible. So that's a faith man. He sees what is not so visible. Number five. May you see what no man can see. I'm telling you, you have to see it. Impress on. Impress on. You have to see it. You have to be a person of hope. You see that I can make it. I can make it. I can be a minister of the gospel. I can serve God. I can build a mega church for God. I can. I mean, I can by his grace. I can. You will endure when you see the invisible. Yes, you will endure when you see them. When you see the mercies of God, instead of always disqualifying yourself, saying, I can't, you know, I made this mistake. I'm like this. So God won't choose me. See, see forgiveness. See mercy. And see the call of God. And press through. You become great in this ministry. Yes. Number five is faith is a personal trait that makes a person no longer a fool. Mm. You didn't know that one. No problem. A fool says there is no God. Having faith in God catapults you out of foolishness into wisdom. Psalm 14 verse 1. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. That's foolishness. As soon as you say there is no God, you begin to live your life like a fool. Now, listen to this carefully. There are different chapters or aspects of your life. Make sure that every aspect of your life, you believe that there is a God. Yes. That there is a God. Because there are people, you see, there are people who can be in church, but certain areas of their life is like there's no God. It's like, no, it's like God is not involved. It's like God is not involved. It's like, it's like when, it gets to, when it gets to prosperity or financial prosperity, it's like there's no God. It's like you, you have to work hard to earn. So they don't, they don't believe in the supernatural possibilities. Of God multiplying and blessing you. They don't believe in it. And because they don't believe, they don't follow financial principles and rules according to scriptures. So even though the person, even though the person believes in prayer, the person believes in fasting, the person believes in fellowship, the person does not believe in giving or in tithing. So when it gets to finances, the person is a fool. Yes. Because the person doesn't believe, all the person believes is, is a paycheck. It's a paycheck. It's like, I've worked and I've been paid. It's like, that is what, that is life. But it doesn't, doesn't believe in favor that God can work favor. Yes. Many years ago, I had a job. It's not like I didn't have a job. I have a job. I was working somewhere. And around 4 p.m., I went to Wiwi. I went to Wiwi. When I went to Wiwi, God touched the bladder of the CEO of that organization. And of all places where he can go and we, he came into the same place where I was winning. So there I was. I was standing to his right. I was standing here. We win. You know, when we are winning, we do. Yes. So I was winning. Then he was also standing there. And I remember he looked at me and said, hi. He said, hi, Richard. And I said, hi. Hi, Alan. He was called Alan. Yes. 
and he said, he, he said to me that, how do you, how do you find the work here? I said, I said, it's okay. I mean, it's fine. I'm all right. I'm okay here. Yeah, I'm okay. Then he asked another question. Then he had another question. All this time, where we were, I don't know how long the wee was for, but he asked about three or four questions. The fourth, the fourth, the fourth question led him to say to me that I'm going to create, I'm going to create a, a, a position here and I want to give that job to you. He said, on your way out today, when you finish today, pass by my office. Let's discuss it. So I remember my way out. When I finish everything, uh, the usual things you do, you log out, you do this. And I got up. I remember I, I went upstairs to where he was. And he says, I should sit down. He had, he had a spare desk and a table with a, a computer on it. And he turned it. He just, just turned it. He said, give me a demonstration of... Something, he mentioned something. Can you give me a demonstration? I said, oh, no problem. So I just went on, showed him what, has, what, what is done and how it works. Then he said, no problem. I'll create a job for you. Interview will be, interview will be in about a week's time on a Wednesday. Beautiful. Beautiful. It was just beautiful. It was, it was supernatural. To, to cut a long story because there's a long, I mean, it's a, it's a story of events. Because when I finished, my, when the, the day, the day before the interview, the day before the interview, my immediate boss, who I, was, I used to share an office with her, she's called Helen. She said to me that tomorrow I'll be on the panel that's interviewing you. I've not even mentioned anything. She said, tomorrow I'll be on the interview, the panel that's interviewing you. When you come, he said, it's a very technical role. And I know what we've done so far. You don't, you won't know the things that will be here. So when you come, she said, I'll ask you a she said, relax, relax. Oh, I'll give you time to clap. She said to me, she said to me, and by the way, this is not a Nigerian woman. She's an English woman. In case you are thinking that's a Nigerian woman. Listen, pure English woman with, with blonde and gray hair, elderly. So the hair is going gray. Blonde, yes. She said, she said I'll ask you A. When I ask you A, he said, the answer is B. Then she said, I'll ask you C. The answer is D. They said, I'll ask you E. The answer is F. I think she gave me about four questions and she gave me four answers. I said, thank you. And I continue working. Then somebody opens the door and puts their head in. Who was it? Alan. He said, Richard, on your way out, I'd like to see you. I said, no problem. So I, I, on my way out again, for the second time, I enter into Alan's office. He said, have a set. He said, so tomorrow is the interview, you know. We have whatever on the panel. He said, I'll also be there. And uh, the nature of the job, and like I said to you, I want, to, I want you to have the job. I want to give the job to you. Yes. He said, I'll ask you. A, the answer is B. I'll ask you. Again, in case you think, in case you think this is a Togolese, he's also an Englishman. With a line in his hair like that part of the head. Like he looks like he looks like John Major. Do you know John Major? Yes, a John Major look. Yes. So I'll ask you A. When I he said when I ask you A, make sure that you say B. That's the answer. Then he said, I'll ask you C. Make sure you say D. Then I'll ask you this. Make sure you say so. He also gave me, I think, about four questions and four answers. So that I'm loaded with about eight questions and eight answers as I'm going home. Wednesday, 10.30 a.m. 
I enter into the room. There they are sitting there. With two people who are dying for me to get the job. And they don't know, they don't know that they've both given me questions and answers. Different sets of questions. So as I sit there, this one will ask me the question. This one, when Helen asked hers, which Alan hasn't mentioned, then I can see that Alan looks, tastes like, almost like, oh no, I should have told him this one. Then when I start talking, they say, Alan will start nodding. When he starts nodding, because he wants, he wants to make me to make a good impression, I wouldn't finish my answer, then he will quickly throw his own in. Then I'll look at Helen. I say, Helen looks confused. It's like, because Helen is also feeling, why didn't I remember this? Then when I start talking, then Helen will be like that. Helen also will wait for me to finish. Then she starts again. I mean, it was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. Yes. It's a beautiful day. It's called favor. It's called favor. I went to Wee Wee. I went to Wee Wee. When you believe in God, you see, believe in God in every aspect. Never look at any area of your life and say, oh, this part, God is not, God can't come there. Or God is not interested. Or God, God doesn't come into such areas. You make a fool of yourself. He that hath believes that there is a God. And believes that there is God in every, every aspect, every area of his life. There's God. There's God. God, there's, everything is God. Be a God person. Believe in God. When you're going to write an exam, believe in God. Don't say that. Don't say that if, well, because you didn't study well, you are not sure. No, there is a God. Yes, there's a God. There's a God. He's better at writing exams than you. Yes, there's a God. There's a God. When you are studying, there's a God. He will guide you to what to, to what to study. Yes, there's a God. Otherwise, you make a fool. Because they said the fool has said there is no God. The fool has said there is no God. Generally, the fool has said there is no God. So you see the way he lives his life. But then now you believe there is God to save you. There's God to forgive of your sins. There's also a God to bless you financially. There's a God to give you a job. There's a God to give you two one. There's a God to give you first class. There's a God to see you through. There's a God to give you a marriage. There's a God to give you children. There's a God to give you a car. I mean, there's a God. There is a God. My conclusion is that there is a God. And believe in God. Believe in him. Believe in God. Just believe in God. Because he that hath is not a fool. He's not a fool. He's not a fool because he believes there's a God. Finally, number six. Are you going to believe there's a God? Oh, yes. There's a God. There is a God. There is. There is a God. There is a God who will die your steps for you. There is a God. Yes. Many years ago, I just had a beloved. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure whether she was in my bed. I'm sure she was my beloved. She, she, said, she said to me, she said to me once that, you know, I know you are free on Tuesdays. I know you are free on Tuesdays. She said to me, there's a church. I've seen a church in the hospital. I've seen a church in the hospital. And she said, I know you will like it. That she, said, she, she goes on and says that, if you don't like it, then mighty, I don't know you. And I remember I thought to myself, this, this girl is very, 
the word I thought is very arrogant. Yeah, it's like, I mean, how, I mean, how can you talk like that? I, you see it. I mean, like, I was thinking, how well do you know me? What do you, what, I mean, you know me, but what do you know? You come on, relax. I mean, it's God who knows me. What, what, what do you mean? You know me. I mean, come on. So I said, I, I, said, I said, no problem. Tuesday we'll go. Tuesday we'll go. Let's go. So Tuesday we went. This is the church he took me to. Yes. This is the church he took me to. This is it. We are there now. This is it. This is it. I'm a pastor in the church. I'm employed in the church. Yes. I'm a, my life, my life, my life has been blessed in the church. This is the church. This is the church. This is the church, this is the church that my beloved said to me that we will go to church. They said, they said, I've seen a church. Because I used to, you know, make myself busy. Yes, I used to go to also all that. As for all night, it was like bread and butter for me. I like all night, all night prayer. Yes, I'm going for all night to pray. Yes, he said, as he said, I've noticed that Tuesdays you don't go in. In other words, don't even say to me that you are busy or you are tired. I know Tuesdays are free. There is a church in the hospital. Let's go. And we went there. I went on a Tuesday. I've not stopped. Yes, I've not stopped. Yes, I've not stopped since since I think it must be towards the end of 1989. Yes, that I went to that church. I've not stopped. I've not stopped. The pastor noticed me. The pastor started talking to me. The pastor would ask me, ask, ask me all the time, "How are you? How are you doing?" Was well, he has your beloved? And so she's gone back to school. She's in final year. This like that, like that till date. The pastor said, would tell me, "Okay, can you do this? Can you lead this prayer meeting here? Can you do this here? Can you do that here?" The pastor till till today, the pastor talks to me all the time. Yes, and you know the pastor, don't you know the pastor? Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. The pastor took interest in me. It must be supernatural. It must be supernatural. That's why if someone takes interest in you and correct you, trying to adjust you, do this, and then you, you, because you see, don't believe that there is a God. That's the problem. You don't believe that the interest that has been taken up and the instructions that are coming is because there is a God. Because God is giving you instructions. Yes, because God is giving me instructions. You don't believe it. So you, you are, there's always conflict. When I told you to do something, you feel like you know already. Or you have a plan. Because you don't believe there is a God. For me, there is a God. Since I met him, what he says to me, to me, there is a God. God is speaking to me. Tell me I'm wrong. Wisdom is justified by her children. Here, I'm here. I'm standing, you are sitting. I'm here. <laughs> yes. I believe there's a God. I believe there's a God. When he says, go here, I say, yes, please. They say, do this. I say, yes, please. Yes. The Bible says, believe in God and you'll be established. Believe in his prophets and you will prosper. Chronicles 2020. Yes. Believe in God. If you don't believe in God, you don't believe in his prophets. You must have a foundation in God. Believe in God. He said, believe in God. You will be established. Believe in his prophets. So shall ye prosper. You don't believe in prophets. You don't believe they say God. You make a fool of your life. 
Looking for you, just say, you just say, okay, just come this far, just come this far. And of course, I didn't know, is there no risk to follow him? There are risks. There are risks. There are risks. I don't know, are there no risks to wear a wig? There are risks. Show me what hasn't got risks. Tell me why, why there are no risks. Tell me what you do in this life that has no risks. Show me, tell me. Tell me what there are in this life that has no risks. I was telling the Birmingham guys yesterday about a scary story. Scary. Do you want a scary story? No, it's time to close. Telling them that there was this brother. He's, at, he's actually a pastor in one of our churches. Now he's a pastor. That's why can't he share this, his testimony with us. He said they were in another church before he joined the church. He said he was in another church. He said, you know these kind of people who are in the church, but they are bad boys. They, they sleep with the girls and things. Yes. So he said he got, he got one of these girls into his house for three days and three nights. He said day one. Day one. She won't eat. She's not eating. She's not doing anything. But she will do everything. You understand everything. There are all the other things that when that she brought, he brought her to the house to do. He do everything. But I said, food? No. He, he was working. So he'll go to work and come back. She's there. She hasn't eaten. She's just there. Then he will start. Everything. She will flow. Do everything. Day one. Day two, the same. Day three, the same. He said, he leaves home. He said, he leaves home around 6 a.m. to go to work. So on the night of day three, that is that means the night of day three into day four. Yes, he said, I mean it's like he just wants you know to make himself happy before he goes to work. So he opens his eyes, I mean, a lot earlier than the six o'clock, you know, and attempt to, you know, just to wake. Three days she's not eating. Three days, three nights, she's not eating, she's in the house. She just flew everything she flows. As he put his hand there, and they were all under the duvet. So it's like he was trying to, you know, touch what can be touched. He said, suddenly, he felt water, like his hands are wet, water. So he took his hands, like, ah. His hand there, it's like, what? It's, like, it's wet. So it's like he has him with it. I mean, it's like, has she with it? So he, she, he lifts up the duvet to check what is there. He, this is, he said, I can invite him one day to come and share it with us. So he lifts up the duvet. To, it's like, what water is this? Do you know what he saw? From her waist down has turned into a fish. Yes. Upper body was a was the Christian sister he knows in the church that he has gone to camp in his house for three days and three nights, having fun and enjoying. Here, he said, Here, down was fish in the bed. That's what was wet. It's like fish. <laughs> he said, He froze. And the person, the person he thought was asleep. 
Daniel said, now it's like, it's, I, mean, I mean, what do you do? He said, he did He looked at her and the lady said to her, to him, because now she's up. She was not asleep. Said to her, what you have seen, you can never say it, otherwise you'll be surprised what will happen to you. Yes. He said that day, instead of six o'clock, he left home around four o'clock. <laughs> he went to work around four. Went to went to around four. He went. went. Sit down. <laughs> Those of you have been two one. Those of you have been going around touching things. Maybe maybe you are not discerning. Maybe you are not discerning. But sometimes. Just one experience you've had, you say you're not the same again. Yes, you're not the same again. Because you, you, you don't even know the person that you encountered. And the seed that has been so the demon that you've encountered. Yes. You, you have one, just one, one experience. Maybe you've had several experiences, but if you were discerning, you will, you will notice that since this particular one, I'm not the same again. Yes. My prayer life is different. My work study life is different. Everything about me, everything about me is different. From that experience. Yes. Anyway, you're wondering what he did. He went to work. <laughs> he came home late in the evening. So when he came home, she had packed everything and left. But she was a church member. No, they were all from the same church. They were from the same church. Like how church members can do stupid things. Don't say, oh, otherwise you, you spoil my story. Yes. Yeah. So she's part of things. I can't remember the rest of the story, but almost like you saw her a few times in church, then she disappeared from the city, the town, and he didn't see her again. He's gone. That's how come. It's like when she disappeared, that's how come he now started talking about the story. Yes. But he was warned, you can never see this thing. So it was hard for him. Yes. I remember him telling her, I said, this, this, this sister was zealous in the church. Zealous. Alive. In, alive. Yes. Alive. He, but he too, he was zealous. Then he moved and joined that church. They said, okay, look. Salvation has come. Yes. Hmm. You don't know. You've gone to bed with crocodiles. You don't even know crocodiles. You've gone to sleep with crocodiles. Spiritual crocodiles. Yes. Eating fruits. Yes. Eating the, eating the fruits of your body. Crocodiles. Yes. You have some, you have, you have a serpent, an anaconda around you. That it has wrapped itself around you. That's why you can't stop some things. Because a serpent has wrapped itself around you. It's holding you. And it started from one encounter. One person that you went, you thought you were smart. You thought you, you were some slacker. You thought you were a fox. You've given yourself a nickname, Foxy. Yes. Yes. But you are, you are playing with devils. Look, guys, you've made me go beyond my time. So, believe that, believe, you have to believe. You have to believe that there's a God. Final point, number six. You have escaped your days of foolishness. You have entered into wisdom. 
You have become wise. Yes. Hmm. Sometimes when you say this, is people see because people don't believe in spiritual things and are not spiritually alert. Well, they are not discerning enough to even discover. Because you see a beautiful girl, you're trying. It's like it's like you have everything that any sister would want, but she says she doesn't like you because she's married. Not physically married. Yes. You see that you see the scripture says that the scripture she herself maybe doesn't even know. The scripture says that you become one flesh. When you touch a harlot, it uses a harlot, you become one flesh. Yes. Those of you just like sleeping around and doing things around. He said, What know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two CF he shall be one flesh. Those sexual sins are very, are very dangerous things to play with. Very, very dangerous things to play with. A jumpy person is always jumpy, sleeps around. You see, the person doesn't even understand. You said the person is, a, is a, because the person is married. The person is actually not free, it's not available. Church is becoming quiet. But all these things are in the Bible. Have you not been having your quiet time? You should have read it. That's why we tell you have your quiet time because we don't know when we'll read some things in church. Yes. Have your quiet time and meditate on it. You, you understand. Yes. It's usually a harlot as an example. But it's not just a harlot. You've got to just sleep it around. Anything and anybody at all, you've jumped because you think you are the one who has feelings. You think you are young with feelings. Faith is a personal trait that pleases God the most. Yes. So he that hath will have God with him because he has that trait that pleases God the most. Hebrews 11 verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently Seek him. <laughs> yeah. Faith is what makes God happy. How many of you like to make God happy? Be a faith man. Believe. Believe in the unseen. Go for it. Believe that mountains can be removed. Yes. It makes God happy. It's the trait that makes God happy. The trait that makes God happy. God will be happy with you. God is happy with he that has for this personal trait. Stand to your feet. All invisible partners are banished from your life. Lift up your two hands and pray to God and thank him for this personal trait of faith. This personal trait of faith. Thank you, 
Valibesto labradisto Makata labadiba kapashanda Migo tasita Pray for yourself Believe that God hears prayer So that you can pray So that you will pray Believe that God hears prayer Believe that you are speaking to God If you speak in tongues Believe that as you speak in tongues You are speaking mysteries Unto God Mysteries unto God And speak it boldly and confidently That you are praying You shall escape Shall escape Every wicked thing of the enemy Makapata shapataya Makapata sipatasaya Makapata sipatosapataya Makapata sipatosapatasaya Makapita sapatasaya Palima dola badi lava kapatasa Padada lava diva kapa Shanda lava daba sonda lava diva kapa Palima domasasta Palima dobastata Palima dobastata Palima dobastata Palima zonda lava diva kapa Paridoste Parifete Paricaba Pariliba Paridote Paridonda Parade abata samda lava diva kapa sonda Labadista, 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 reach out to God, reach out to God for salvation, for the trait of faith, that you be a can-do person, a man of hope, a man of faith, a man who believes that it is possible, that it is possible, that it is possible, pray, if you speak in tongues, speak it. Speak it, don't hold back. Speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it. Ah, Nalabati Beshataya, Kapata Shataya, Kabadiba Kapataya, Kabadiba Kapatosaya, Kaliba Dola Badiba Kapata Sataya, Parimadae Sabataya. It is possible, it is possible, it is possible, it is possible. It is possible. It will work. It will work. It's going to work. It will work. Makapata sata. Makapata sata. Makapata sata. Makapata sata. Makapata sata. Pata sata. Papa ti pata saya. Papa ti pata saya. Papa ti pata saya. Pakata saya delebi kapata saya. Biando lamra diva kapata ya. Biago sata lamra diva shata labaya. Magos teata. 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 Yata yata yata. Bayidasta yabadiva kapasta ya.
Before the Lord's table With the victorious Sacrifice On the cross The body of Christ For the overcoming of curses And every work Every sickness, every disease Father and the blood By the blood today We drown We drown every voice of the enemy We drown Every activity of the enemy we drown every satanic move on us. We declare and I declare Lord. That these ones shall become overcomers. That we overcome every problem, every struggle, every difficulty. Thank you for victory by the blood. Thank you for victory through the blood. Thank you for victory because of the blood of Jesus. Thank you Father. The body of Christ. Eat it. Down the blood, our faith in the blood that guarantees victory, that cancels out every mark and every trait of the enemy and the works of the enemy.
blocks it out and cancels it from our lives and from our very existence. We drink it for a new life. We drink it for new strength. We drink it for victory. Victory after victory. We drink it to place ourselves on the victorious road, a victorious path. The precious blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Stand to your feet and let's pray. Tonight, you are here, every eye closed, every head bowed. You are here. Somebody invited you to church. But you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The blood of Jesus still saves. The works of Jesus on that cross is still alive. You want to say tonight, the pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I want a relationship with God. I need God in my life. I want God in my life. Pastor, please pray with me. I need God. I need Jesus. I feel too far from him. I don't have a relationship with him. I used to, I used to, but I don't have it anymore. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to come back to God. I want to come back to Jesus. I need Jesus in my life. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, if you are here like that, and you are yearning in your heart to come back to God, Say, Pastor, pray with me. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you very quickly. Your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Just keep it up. Keep it up. You also want to join in. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I need God. I can feel. I need God in my life today. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. I can see your hands. But I believe there's someone else who also wants to join. Was say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. Keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front and I'll pray with you. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, but you want me to pray for you, come as well. Come. 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 I'm waiting for you. Come. Come from the back. Come from wherever you are. Come. Take one step forward. One step forward. Come. Come and give your life to Jesus. Come and give your life to Jesus. Come and give your life to Jesus. Jesus saves. I want you to say this prayer after me Those of you in front The whole church will help us If you want to join us This is your time Come and give your life to Jesus Come now Come now Don't stay back Don't hold back Don't feel shy Don't feel anything Come and give Run to Jesus It's important to come to Jesus Come now Come now Come now Come now It's very important Come now God is calling you Come Let us pray Say, say after me, say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father thank, you for Jesus. thank you for Jesus. 
who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is alive. Heavenly Father, please forgive me for all my sins and for all my mistakes. I thank you for Jesus. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. I'm so grateful that you would love me and you would save me. Thank you for today. Thank you for choosing me. And thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray for all these wonderful ones. Thank you for the blood that washes us clean. And washes away all our sins and all our mistakes. Thank you, Father, for the blood. May they be blessed. May they be established in the faith and in your house. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please receive these gifts that we have for you. It's for you. It's yours. No? Yes. God bless you. Beautiful. Now, can you see our handsome pastor who is waving his hand? Yes. He wants to have a brief word with you, then you come back to your seat. So, if you could please go this way with him. Yes. Go this way. Yes. Oh, clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Beautiful. Beautiful. Are you clapping or you are or you don't want to clap? There is a God. How many of you believe that there is God? There's God. In every area of your life, there is God. There's God. There's God. I want you to pray one more time. Close your eyes, lift up your right hand, and invite God into an area you have not invited him into to help. Ask him for help. The Lord, I'm calling upon you to help me in this area. Invite God into it. Talk to him. Talk to him. Just for 60 seconds. Just ask God, Lord, help me. Lord, I need help. Lord, I need help. Maybe your quiet time. Maybe your prayer life. Maybe your fasting life. Maybe studying the Bible. Desire to study the Bible. Any area, anything at all you can think of. You want to say, Lord, come. Maybe your finances. Lord, come in. Show me how to prosper financially. According to your word. Show me how to prosper. 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 Maybe your basenta. You, you can't retain souls. But say, Lord, help me. Show me how to retain souls. I need you. Lord, I don't want to be a fool. In any aspect of my life, I need you. I need you. Thank you, Father, for help. Thank you, Father, for help. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, Follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.